Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight-up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business backed by financial know-how so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes, and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Hello and welcome to the Straight Up Small Business Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. This is episode 40. I can't believe I've done this 40 times. Actually, 40 doesn't sound like that much, but (laughs) I guarantee you producing 40 episodes of content, you know, hasn't been easy every week. So yeah, it's a little bit wild for me to appreciate that, that I'm here at this point. I'm feeling quite relaxed this week. Actually, I spent last week or the better part of last week at a retreat in Byron Bay at a place called Soma. If you've watched the show Nine Perfect Strangers, I think it's called, then you might know the retreat because it was filmed there. I haven't watched the show, but it was so incredible. My week was filled with yoga and meditation and incredible workshops run by Alana Robertson of Found Her. The retreat was called Reset You, and I truly do feel like I reset. So, yeah, I highly recommend that retreat if you're thinking about doing something for yourself and uh, wanting to get out of the doing busyness of of your work life, uh, then I highly recommend this. I think I will sign up for next year as well if Alana releases that. But today's podcast isn't about retreats. Instead, I want to talk to you about Christmas parties and their tax deductibility and also other tips and tricks around entertainment and gift giving. Because chances are this month or next month, you might have a small or even a large celebration planned for Christmas and or to celebrate your first year in business or another year in business. And you may buy your clients and staff Christmas gifts. But just because you're celebrating work with work colleagues or clients at a Christmas party doesn't mean this is a tax-deductible work expense. And when giving gifts, you have to be careful what you purchase and how much it costs in order to avoid being unfavorably taxed under fringe benefits tax law. Now, when I say tax-deductible, I'm referring to a business expense that you subtract or deduct from your business income in order to calculate your business profits. And as I hope you know by now, if you're a regular listener, profit is what you pay tax on. And this is why the tax office cares what you are expensing in your business, because it will mean you pay less tax if you have higher expenses. And if they're not legitimate expenses, this is not sweet in the eyes of the ATO. 
So whilst you can use your cash from your business bank account to pay for your work Christmas party and your Christmas gifts, the expense you incur for the party and the gifts you give will need special consideration when doing your bookkeeping and doing your taxes. I'm sharing this knowledge because I think it's important for business owners to understand that spending, for example, $5,000 on an incredible Christmas party for your staff isn't a legitimate way to reduce taxable income and pay less tax. Nor is buying, for example, a $2,000, say, Louis Vuitton wallet for an employee a reasonable thing to do in the eyes of the ATO. Having a basic knowledge of entertainment expenses and fringe benefits tax will help you to make more informed business decisions that apply not just to Christmas parties and gifts, but also day-to-day work lunches and gatherings. Firstly, let me introduce fringe benefits tax. When dealing with entertainment and gifts for staff, if you have them, this is an important type of tax you need to be aware of. Fringe Benefits Tax, or FBT for short, is a tax that employers pay on benefits paid to an employee or an associate of an employee, such as a family member, in addition to their salary and wages. FBT is calculated on the taxable value of the benefits provided and is separate to income tax. The whole purpose of fringe benefits tax legislation is for the ATO to receive the tax that would have been paid if the employee paid for the benefit out of their own salary from take-home pay. The difference being, though, is FBT is calculated based on the highest tax bracket, regardless of what tax bracket the employee in question is actually in. FBT was introduced in 1986 to stop businesses claiming long lunches, expensive company cars and personal travel as business expenses. I wasn't working back then, but I have it on good authority from my parents who ran a business back in the 1980s that it was the wild, wild west when it came to long lunches being put through the business as an expense. So I do kind of, well, I do very much understand why FBT came into play. Most small businesses want to avoid FBT as it's expensive, but note that if a business does pay FBT, then whatever expense they paid the FBT on then becomes tax deductible and GST can be claimed on that expense if it's applicable. Now let me explain entertainment. Entertainment expenses are generally not tax deductible unless they are subject to FBT like I just said. So what is entertainment? If you look up entertainment on the ATO website or in the underlying tax law, you're going to find lots of definitions and examples. Defining entertainment under tax law depends on where the entertainment is held and who is attending. By all means, have a read if that floats your boat to know this stuff deeply, but the examples given might confuse rather than inform you. So let me give you my overall guidance on what constitutes entertainment as I think it's going to apply to you, my listener. If the intention of the meal or gathering or activity is to have fun, it's likely entertainment. Simple as that. So think meals and drinks provided to staff at social functions, parties and farewells, also sporting and theatrical events and holidays provided to staff or clients. This is all entertainment. And consider the distinction between lunch bought for your team to eat whilst taking part in a strategy planning day on work premises versus an off-site lunch at the local bowling club to celebrate making budget for the month. The strategy day clearly has a work basis and the goal isn't to have fun, I wouldn't say. 
This would be a deductible expense under, say, staff amenities or meeting expenses, for example, and GST could be claimed because it's part of earning the business's accessible income. But going to the bowling club to celebrate something would not be tax deductible as it constitutes entertainment and it's not about furthering the accessible income of the business. And GST could not be claimed on such an expense. If there is ever alcohol, then it's entertainment. If there isn't alcohol, but a reasonable person would think a function is still entertainment, then it probably is. Like you wouldn't generally take your team to the local Thai restaurant on a Friday night to hold a budget meeting or do a stock take. It's probably to relax and have fun together and therefore entertainment. I think this is pretty common sense stuff when you break it down like that. As I said earlier, most small businesses want to keep their entertainment expenses in check to avoid having to pay FBT. And you can do this by keeping the entertainment on site if you have work premises to do so, or keeping the entertainment irregular, infrequent and below $300 per employee, where what's known as the FBT minor benefits exemption would kick in. Okay, let's bring this back to some key points to help you make a good decision about spending your business cash on entertainment this holiday season. Entertainment provided to staff on work premises on a work day isn't deductible for tax purposes and you can't claim GST back from the government for these expenses, but these expenses will be exempt from FBT. Entertainment provided to staff off work premises, say at a restaurant, on an infrequent and irregular basis, so not every month, but just at Christmas, say, (laughs) these will not be deductible expenses for tax purposes, and you will not be able to claim a GST credit back from the government for the GST portion of the expense, but you will not incur FBT either as long as the cost of the entertainment per employee is less than $300. Entertainment by way of food or drink provided to staff off work premises that costs more than $300 will incur FBT and you will have to submit an FBT return. And it follows that if FBT is incurred, then the expenses become tax deductible and you can claim a GST credit back from the government for the GST portion of the expense. But you're going to be paying the hefty FBT tax, so I wouldn't try and pay FBT just to get income tax deductibility and GST credits, if that makes sense. And entertainment provided to clients will not be tax deductible, nor can you claim a GST credit, but you won't have to pay FBT as FBT only relates to employee-employer relationships. So with regards to Christmas parties, assuming a lot of my listeners would likely go off-site to have a Christmas party, I would recommend the following. Keep the cost per employee, if you have a team, below $300 each. Code the expenses to the account code entertainment with GST-free tax code in your accounting software. And don't have these types of functions too often. And note that FBT applies to staff and their associates, not clients. So if you're entertaining clients on-site or off-site, this will always just be considered entertainment and won't ever be tax deductible. Now let's look at gifts. It is okay under tax law to give your staff and your clients gifts, but you need to be mindful of the type of gift that you give and the cost. With clients, the intention of the gift must be to generate future accessible income in your business. So gifts to ex-clients are not okay. 
And for the gift to be tax deductible, you need to ensure it is not considered entertainment, which I hope by now you have a bit of a feel for. Some examples of acceptable non-entertainment gifts include wine, champagne, hampers, flowers, gift vouchers and other items as well. But entertainment gifts would specifically include things like concert tickets, theatre tickets, movie tickets, cruises, leisure activities, sporting activities, amusement park activities, etc. With employees, for the gift to be tax deductible, it needs to not be entertainment, same as for clients. But in order to avoid FBT, the gift needs to also be under the value of $300 and infrequent in nature. So you need to not be giving your staff gifts every other week. A rule of thumb in my business is that I generally just give gifts for birthdays and at Christmas time, and I don't spend more than $300 per staff member. Well, that brings me to the end of this episode, my crash course for you on gift giving and entertainment. I hope it helps you to make some more informed decisions this holiday season. And uh, yeah, just use your common sense and don't do anything too extravagant and just know the implications for tax, be it income tax or FBT based on what you buy for your clients and your staff. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. And if you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straight up underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.